You're listening to AskDaryl.com. You've got questions, we'll get you the answers. AskDaryl.com. Hello, and welcome to episode number 57 of the Ask Daryl podcast. The Ask Daryl podcast is where I, your host, Daryl Girardier, take your questions on social media, technology, communications, all dealing with the church, and do my best to answer them in the most brief yet thorough way possible. We've reached episode number 57, the big five seven. And today we're going to talk about politics, which I know for a lot of you in the audience, there might be like this, like unified groan about that. And I totally understand. However, given the nature of what's going on in our country and given the nature of what's going on, I think in social media at the same time, I think this is a good time to kind of have the discussion about how you and your church approach this. So today's podcast, if you will, is what they like to say is my like hot take on this. In other words, it's, this is fresh off my mind, um, versus doing a lot of research. This is like, Hey, this is the way I would approach it. Um, and this approach, this issue, um, and really what we're diving into is we're diving into how do you handle this when you probably have church members that are very probably politically oriented one way or the other on one side of the spectrum or the other, um, or how do you deal with the pastor or ministry or ministers um, who are that way or somebody who wants you as a church to be a certain way? And how do you handle that? How do you deal with, with that? And what are the implications of that? So let's kind of dive into this. Um, I think one of the interesting things this year is, is you hear a lot of people say the evangelical or even the Christian vote for that matter, what that means. I always want you to be cautious when you hear news reports saying Christians are going to vote one way or another, because how we define Christian, I think, um, by secular news organizations versus how we define it in Christianity, I think are two different things. So always keep that in mind as you're thinking through this is that when you hear, oh, wow, everybody's voting for X, that's not always true. Um, so kind of keep that in mind as you frame your conversation and, and frame your, your thoughts. The other thing is, is there's a rule that I have when it comes to arguing on Twitter, um, or Facebook or any social media platform for that matter, that nine times out of 10, your arguments are never going to sway anybody. So as you kind of have people who get riled up about these things, church members, staff members, pastors, whatever, and decide that, Hey, they're going to lay the smack down on somebody on social media understand that very rarely do those things ever really change somebody's opinion and change somebody's mind um in fact typically what's probably going to happen is is they're going to go back into their echo chamber of their people that reinforce what they think and what they believe and they're going to live in that very rarely are people people expose themselves to people that disagree with them so keep that in mind as you deal with people online as you argue people from one side of the spectrum to the other side of the spectrum so how do you deal with this from a perspective if you are the person in charge of church communications social media channels etc and you see this kind of fly across your screen either from a staff member a pastor or somebody who's just challenging you to hey our church needs to speak out about x well here's a couple things you need to think through one uh, i keep any and all politics off of the church account. Um, and there's actually a, a one or two, three, two exceptions, and I'll, I'll get to those in a second. But the reality of it is, is we keep it off the church account because it's so broad. Um, it doesn't speak for everybody in that, in, in, in those political senses. We, we have a church where I've got people who are across the spectrum, across the board, and so in terms of their politics. So one, I keep everything off of the church account that's of a political nature. It doesn't have any reason or need to be there. Um, that's not what the account is for, and so we're not going to do that. We may say pray for our country. We may say things that are patriotic to a certain degree in terms of the context of Christ and the cross, 
but um, our account is not explicitly trying to be more patriotic or be uh, political sounding. So I keep everything off that church account, and I suggest you do the same. Now, when you're dealing with ministers and your pastor, they may be one of those people that are very politically charged. They have a very distinct um, political view, and they have no problem sharing it, and they feel like it's their right to share that. Um, And to which I say, feel free to do that. Um, However, I would caution you that remembering that your ministers and your pastor are more likely to be the more vocal voice of your ministry and your church than your actual church account is. People are going to, because there's actual face tied to the account, people take, give that account more weight than they would do just your generic church account, if you will. So one of the things I would do is I would... um, Set up some sort of sounding board for yourself to say like, hey, look, um, if the if, 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 actually I, I, I say this in the sense of I would actually tell your pastor to set up a sounding board with them that say like, hey, before you tweet, how about you send me those tweets that are of a political nature and I'll make sure that, hey, what we're saying is going to be consistent and won't, hey, I'm just going to looking out for you. I'm just going to make sure you don't, you don't, you know, get so much get in trouble, but hey, you don't put yourself in, the, in a precarious situation. Um, some pastors will take kind of that and say, like, yeah, you know what? Thank you for just being the person who just double checks things for me and just kind of keeps keeps things in line and lets me I don't get out of hand. But there are some people who are like, I'm going to do what I want to do, and you just kind of deal with it. Um, and I think the problem is for a lot of them, they feel like their Twitter or Facebook account is kind of like their pulpit where they can just say whatever they want to because they're the pastor. But the reality of it is, is on social media, the consequences of that are far-reaching. So a lot of times if you can set up some sort of sounding board some sort of uh draft status by which they draft the tweets maybe like hey i'm thinking about saying this about this election or saying this about this issue it can kind of help mitigate some of those things because you can be that third party that says hey let's think this through real quick and maybe it's not you maybe it's somebody else they trust who you trust as well to say hey how about you send that to so and so and see what they think about that if you have an executive pastor um administrative pastor whatever that is somebody who can be that that sounding more that says you know what i don't know if i would would do that. The other thing you got to remind your, your your pastor or your ministers of is if if all of a sudden they start speaking towards an issue and they start speaking towards a candidate that um, they've never done before, it comes out of left field. It's going to be very disingenuous or seem disingenuous, especially if they're especially talking about talking about an issue. So all of a sudden, if they get really passionate about an issue but they've never talked about that issue from the pulpit, then all of a sudden it's what's happened uh, from stage or from the pulpit doesn't matter what's on social media. Uh, a lot of people, especially when you're talking your Gen Y and Gen Z, are going to see that as being disingenuous. They're going to see that as, well, you talk about that from Twitter, but you never talk about that when you're preaching God's word. So remember that the pulpit and what's on social media need to match as much as possible. A good general rule I think I would instruct all of our ministers and my pastor to take is pretty simple when it comes to politics. And I actually get this from uh, Keith Ferrarzi who wrote uh, Never Eat Alone. And that was, he said, look, identify yourself with issues, but shy away from identifying yourself with parties or politicians. And I thought that was a really, I think that's a really good um, way of approaching it. And that is because issues are kind of more fact-based in terms of like, you know, where you stand on certain issues. Like an issue could be, for instance, like a refugee crisis. Um, That's different because I think people can rally around that. Um, When you attach yourself to a party or a politician and tighten yourself tightly to them, uh, a lot of times people will tie you and think that you're bought into the entire person. So if you are a fan of, say, uh, Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump, they think you're okay with everything about them. Um, they just naturally do that. People naturally associate the two together. Versus if you are passionate about an issue, um, 
that's a little bit more nuanced. Um, and so I prefer, honestly, to attach myself more to issues than I would a party or a politician. Um, and so that's kind of some of the advice I give our people. The other thing I give them the, uh, are, is this, and this is what I'll close with is the other advice I give you is this, is that you need to ask when people, and I challenge all my ministry staff and I challenge my pastor this, is what you're doing when you talk about politics or when you talk about issues, is that consistent with the story that we've always been telling or the story that we want to tell? Is it consistent with the gospel? Is it consistent with uh, the cross? Is it consistent with Christ? Um, if so, great. If not, then we have to ask ourselves why we're doing what we're doing. Are we really expecting things to change just because we send out that tweet and so forth? And is that the new story that we're going to tell? I think when you start asking yourself, how does this look in the greater context of the story that we're trying to tell as a church? You're going to find people go, mm, maybe I shouldn't be doing that. Um, the other thing I think through is, is this, is how is this going to look to a total stranger? Um, I do think that a lot of people, when they first move to an area now, one of the things they do is they check out Facebook and they check out Twitter or uh, Instagram and they say, okay, what is this church about? And they kind of do a little research. And if they see politics from the pastor um, and if they don't align with that person's politics, they may say, well, you know, this isn't a place for me because this person obviously very politically charged. So I would say, again, think about how a, a total stranger is going to see that. And the last thing is this, is five years from now, is what you're posting going to be relevant? More importantly, is it something you're going to be proud of? Um, and if it doesn't fit this criteria, if, it's, if it doesn't do that, then I would say refrain from doing that. Um, I'm not saying, by the way, don't do your civic duty. I'm not saying that you shouldn't speak out about certain issues. What I am saying is is you have to be consistent across the board. Um, you have to be consistent with the story, that the greater story that you're trying to tell as a church as a whole. Um, you have to think through how a t complete total stranger is going to see that. And you're also going to have to ask yourself, how does this look five years from now? When people look back at our content, when people look back at what we've done, when I look back at what we've done, are we building a story? Are we telling a story that's worthy of, of God, worthy of Christ? Um, and if that's the case, great. If not, you know what? We don't need to do it. So there you go. That's my hot take on politics and how you and your church can handle that. If you've got a question for me, head over to askdaryl.com. That's A-S-K-D-A-R-E-L.com. You can check us out on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and now we are on Google Play. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening to askdaryl.com. Don't forget, if you've got questions, go online and submit them to askdaryl.com.